Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Coming back in here on Sports Talk, I'm Jeff Nowak alongside Steve Geller. I'm taking over for this segment. This is my turn to talk. Yeah, I talk a lot anyway. It doesn't matter. I was going to say, it's all you. Go ahead. Yeah. And so, you know, I was able to catch up with Justin Mello, Senior Draft Analyst for the Draft Network. Um, I wanted to get a, a preview of the Senior Bowls coming up next week. A lot of prospects, a lot of stuff to dive into. So I was able You'll to chat with him. out there. I am. <laughs> but he knows a lot more about it than I do. So I wanted to ch- catch up with him. I was able to talk to him earlier today. So this is a recorded segment. And we'll just be hearing what he has to say. And there will be more on this. We'll have the rest of the interview on Inside Black and Gold, our podcast, what it posts next week but i didn't want to play a good chunk of that for you so here it is enjoy bringing in justin Mello, senior draft analyst with the draft network going to talk some senior bowls some prospects always a fascinating time of year for the saints in particular because you could talk about the senior bowl there's always a lot of prospects there but the saints always seem to end up with at least one or two senior bowl prospects every year i think going back to 2000 they've picked something like 53 senior bowl participants sometimes it's in the first round like a marcus davenport or a peyton turner sometimes it's in in the mid-rounds Sometimes it's, we scouted this guy three years ago and now he's a free agent. We're bringing him in. The Colin Saunders, Nathan Shepard, Tano Passanio, those were all senior bowl guys that they got a second pass at and brought him in. And so I guess, you know, Justin, what makes the senior bowl such a useful event for some of these teams because you don't see the top end guys like Caleb Williams isn't there you know but you do end up with Bo Nix, Michael Penix, guys like that who you know you just need a closer look at and I'm just curious like what is it about the Senior Bowl that does lead to that because there are a ton of players picked out of the Senior Bowl every year Well I think it's the unprecedented access that that teams get to prospects at the Senior Bowl I mean if you've ever been there it's an open hall event essentially right where the best of the best the entire league essentially flocks down there for for one week and uh, certainly they've made changes and credit Jim Nagy because I think that's uh, a testament to the job that he's done running that game um, certainly I, I spoke with a lot of you know scouts and, and different members of around the league that will tell you the interview process helps a lot I think that's why you see so many players get drafted I mean of course the talent that's down there every year speaks for itself but the way that they've made changes to the interview process to be a bit more intimate uh, they don't run as late as they used to so teams are finding you get a lot better time with the prospects. You're getting them in better moods. You know, at the combine, when you've got that interview process going, guys are tired, right? They've been running through drills. They've been running all week. I just find the senior bowl leads to a bit more of a comfortable environment for them. Uh, and I think that's partially why teams get so much more comfortable with prospects down there. I think last year they passed 100 guys or something along those lines that were drafted. And this is the 75th year anniversary of the senior bowl. So there was certainly a lot of added incentive for them to 
to put on one hell of a show, and, and that's exactly what they're going to do. I do want to shift gears and talk a little about the quarterbacks because one of kind of the wild cards every year at the Senior Bowl is whether there are actually quarterbacks there worth really taking the time to talk about. You know, last year, the biggest name was Hendon Hooker, but he didn't really play. He was just there to interview. You know, you had guys like Jake Hayner, Clayton Toon, but no one that really kind of made you excited. Well, this year, you get Bo Nix and Michael Penix, two guys who are older, even by senior bowl standards they'll both be 24 by the time next season rolls around so this evaluation to me is super important for them where is your kind of read on both of these guys and do you think maybe they could be first round picks where do you see them landing first of all you know credit again credit to Jim and his staff because this year's crop of quarterbacks is outstanding and it's significantly better than it was last year I think Jim uh, would probably admit that last year's you know they didn't have a whole lot of selection right from the quarterbacks that they were able to pool it wasn't one of their strong Longest years from a quarterback perspective. Well, this year, you want to talk about a bounce back. It is one of the best years I, I think we'll ever see um, at the Senior Bowl. You, uh, even other, you know, you've talked about Michael Pratt. That's one that's really intriguing in the middle rounds. Certainly with Bo Nix and Michael Penix. One thing I want to point out, I wondered, you know, how the coaching staff and, 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 and Mr. Nagy, how they would sort of um, use these guys. Are they going to put them on opposite teams so we could watch them go up against one another? Well, I thought the idea was brilliant. They ended up putting them on the same team so they would throw right after one another in throwing drills. So no short-term memory loss. You want to compare one to the other? Well, you're going to see one follow up the other throughout the entire week when it comes to those practice drills. I thought that was really, really smart and, and shrewd. Um, I, you know, I think both guys are fringe first-rounders. We certainly know how quarterbacks can rise throughout the process. With Michael Penix Jr., I, I think the bigger question, it's, it's not so much the age thing. I've seen that floated around. Teams don't care about that as much especially at quarterback when you you know you're not a running back right it's not a, we're not talking about a 26 year old running back here where you worry about the tread on the tires no quarterbacks can play well into their mid to late 30s and play at a high level Certainly the medicals with back-to-back injuries in his past. Uh, I think they want to see how they how he throws in this controlled environment. And then even with Bo Nix being the dual-threat guy that he is, talk about a guy that's shown so much growth throughout it. I mean, it's a different quarterback at Oregon than it was at Auburn, right? So I think both of them have first-round potential. If, if you know, we know quarterbacks climb um, up big boards throughout the pre-draft process, I'd be a bit more comfortable probably in the early portion of the second with them personally. I think I've still got a couple questions I'd like to see them answer at the Senior Bowl, but that's the beautiful thing about Mobile and the competition it fosters. If they both go down there and they have an outstanding week uh, in the interview room, throwing the ball, they look accurate, they throw with anticipation, you know, Penix maybe shows some of that off-script stuff that that teams want to see from him. Uh, I think certainly you could talk about both of them exiting that week as uh, bona fide first-round prospects. It is interesting. I think that's where you get a lot of that evaluation. One guy you mentioned, Michael Pratt, is obviously interesting locally in New Orleans. He went to Tulane. Personally, I never kind of saw him. I've watched him play for a couple years now. He's been very good in the American Athletic Conference. I've never seen him and said, wow, that's an NFL quarterback. But, you know, as you look and you see a lot of these evaluations are saying, you know, second, third, fourth round pick. And I'm just curious, what did you see from him? I know you've dove in there pretty in depth. What have you seen from him that makes you think, okay, this guy could definitely be a pro for First and second, what does he need to show to kind of grow to that? Because it's like you're not talking about a guy who played against SEC competition. Even this year when they lost to Ole Miss, he didn't play. So I think that's a big question for me is how would he hold up against the Alabamas or the Georgias? You just really never found out. Well, I think he's going to have a bit of an opportunity like, you know, to address that question at the Senior Bowl, not only in the interview room, but certainly on the practice field. You know, even one-on-one drills. 
he'll be testing corners that played at Georgia and Penn State. And, 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 and so you'll be able to test some of that ball placement and accuracy against some of the best corners in the nation. Um, uh, one thing I want to point out about uh, Michael Pratt before I forget uh, that I think will be very interesting to your uh, listener base. Uh, when I did the profile for with him on this on the draft network, I asked him about a quarterback um, maybe that he reminds himself of, and it may qualify as a bit lofty for for folks down there in New Orleans. But he said himself that he had a coach uh, on staff there at Tulane that was previously with the New Orleans Saints that said his toughness reminded him of Drew Brees. You know, that there were a lot of times where Drew was dealing with an injury and may have played through something, and they saw a lot of that in Michael Pratt um, at Tulane. So certainly I think that's one that'll, you know, perk the ears up of, of uh, New Orleans Saints fans. But I think he's a guy that uh, that commands an offense. He's got exceptional football IQ. Uh, I think he's extremely accurate. I think the big question for him, a f- funny sort of like Drew Brees, is going to be some of the physical traits, the, the arm strength, the arm velocity. Uh, and, and does he have, you know, like Drew did, sort of the football IQ and the command to offset some of that stuff with you know by throwing with great anticipation and being a great you know pre-snap reader that leads to post-snap execution. So I think he'll have a chance to address some of those questions. But uh, he's a quarterback that I'll be watching very closely. You know, let's just uh, kind of shifting gears again. You know, that, this, and this is the senior bowl, right? Like you watch. I'm very happy about what you're saying in terms of Bo Nix and Michael Penix throwing back to back because that can be one of the difficult things. Is like there's only so many places your eyes can be at one time, and so when it Obviously, the quarterbacks are of interest, but so are the big guys, the offensive tackles, the offensive line, because the Saints have a glaring needed offensive tackle. One of the reasons is, you know, the Trevor Penning pick, who obviously was a big senior bowl name from a couple of years ago. He has not necessarily panned out. They haven't given up on him, but he's definitely not taken over that job the way they probably hoped. And some of that's due to injuries, but whatever. Either way, the Saints are going to be going there again saying, OK, who can we who can we pull out of here that could maybe step into a starting offensive tackle? role they pick at number 14 so you're kind of right there this is a very tackle heavy draft in general um so i'm guess i just my question is of the guys who are there who might be available at 14 is there anyone that you could see the saints really taking a close look at and maybe targeting when the draft rolls around well, well, there are at least you know two or three of them that come to mind. Uh, number one uh, is the uh, Talais Fuaga, the right tackle at Oregon State. Now, if you're looking for a left tackle, I think he'll probably be better served staying on the right. But we might be talking about the best tackle that's going to be in attendance at the Senior Bowl. He's extremely powerful. He's a mauler in the run game. He's an easy mover on his feet considering his mammoth size. We'll remind you a little of Dewan Jones at the Senior Bowl last year, at least from a size perspective. Uh, so that he's probably the best tackle in attendance one that I think you know and the Saints fans might say oh that that sounds like a reach to me but one guy that I think is going to go a lot higher than people realize and he is scheduled to attend the senior bowl is Oklahoma left tackle Tyler Guyton Tyler Guyton and I, I don't say this lightly he might have the highest upside of any tackle in this class and I know who the other tackles are in this class he is just that much of a freak athlete he is as easy as a mover as you'll see on tape. Now, some of the technical stuff is still a work in progress. He is a little raw, but you get him in, with the, in the right place with the right O-line coach, you work through some of those kinks. I mean, the baseline traits are just outstanding. I, I think we're talking about a first-round pick all day long. I'll be stunned if he doesn't go in the first round, and I, I do think he can go as high between that sort of 14 to 20 range. He really is uh, that good. Uh, another guy, 14 might be a little rich, but I do view him as a first-round pick, is Arizona 
Wildcats tackle Jordan Morgan. I, I don't think he's getting enough attention in this class. This is a really good, technically sound player, and he's a left tackle through and through. That that's not a guy that you're you'd be asking to move positions out there in New Orleans. Even in maybe a trade back scenario, you know, if they feel 14's a little rich, you come down to 2025. All of a sudden, it's not too early for Jordan Morgan, in my opinion. So I think those three tackles are, in my uh, the best that are going to be in attendance. But there are a lot of guys that are going to garner consideration in the second round too. You know, if the Saints decide they want to wait and then maybe just add competition for Trevor Penning. You know, Patrick Paul out of Houston's another guy that has all the traits, extremely long arms. He's exciting a lot of scouts right now. Uh, one guy that's very underrated is uh, Dominic Pooney from Kansas, a bit of a lesser known prospect because he was playing like at, at, at I think Central Missouri a year ago, like a, a, and then you know transferred to Kansas this past year, had a really good year. He's getting a lot of buzz. He might be a candidate to kick inside, but that's another example of a really talented sort of underrated tackle that's going to be in attendance. So a lot of good tackles this year. But if I was focused on first round picks, if I was the Saints, I would maybe look at Talise Fuaga and I'd certainly look at Tyler Guyon and Jordan. Jordan Morgan was that last that last prospect there out of Arizona. But yeah, that's stuff from Mello. Thanks again to Justin Mello, a senior draft analyst at the Draft Network. You can catch him on Twitter at Justin M underscore NFL. And yeah, there's a lot in there. And there's, you know, I think there's about 16 more minutes to that interview that we'll be posting in our next episode of Inside Black and Gold. Exclusive. So yeah, check it out. And no, he's got great insight. One of the reasons I always want to talk to him is because I'm, I'm like, hey, who, who do you know about this in this in this draft class at the senior bowl? I was like, well, I talked to about 52 people who are going to be there. I'm like, what? <laughs> How did you have the time? Anyway, he's always got a lot of great insights. And I thought his comments about Michael Pratt were interesting. He referenced a former Saints coach. <laughs> That'll perk everyone's ears up here. was talking about Michael Pratt and compare him to Drew Brees. Right. And so, I don't know exactly who he's referencing there, but I imagine it's Dan Roshar um, because Dan Roshar was a longtime Saints assistant coach. He was several different things. He was a running backs coach at one point. He was a pass game coordinator, tight ends coach. Like He was in a lot of different roles, and he knows Drew Brees really well. So I don't think that Dan Roshar is going to go out there and make these flippant comparisons to Drew Brees unless he really believes it. Right, because he got a firsthand look at Drew. It's not like he's just throwing these comments out there. So I thought that was interesting. And you know, personally, I never saw Michael Pratt as a as a pro prospect as I watched him. Clearly, I'm wrong because a lot of people seem to think he's a mid round guy. And I'm very interested in seeing how he looks compared to a Bo Nix and a Michael Penix. Yeah, I guess for maybe some Saints fans, if they happen to miss out on obviously the Jaden Daniels sweepstakes, eh, maybe later in the draft you can pick up a Michael Pratt. Well, the problem is they already have the next Drew Brees and Jake Hayner, right? So <laughs> sure, sure. I don't know. No, I mean, that's probably what's going to keep – like, I think Michael Pratt and Jake Hayner are probably similar prospects in that, like, in, in terms of, yeah, a little undersized, probably not physically the what you'd want as a quarterback, but all the – you know, the moxie. The moxie. There you <laughs> go. Right. The that word. big term. Yeah. So, I don't know. I thought, thought that was interesting. But, yeah, the other guy, Talis Fuaga, we did a mock draft this week <laughs> on Inside you know? Black and Gold. We keep talking about it. He was the guy who ended up on, F, on my pick at number 14, and – you know, I didn't even know at the time. Then I go and I look at the the roster of Senior Bowl guys, and I'm like, well, now it makes a lot more sense because the Saints love them as Senior Bowl guy. And last one they took was Trevor Penning. So, you know, we'll we'll see. But I I like that idea. I like you know he's a right tackle prospect, but I do think that he fits a lot of the prototype that they look for. He probably and and you do need to find someone who could potentially take over for Ryan Ramchick, even if he plays right. next year. <laughs> we don't know how much longer he's going to play for with that knee. So, you know, I I think. You, you don't have to go into this draft and say left tackle or bust. A right tackle prospect would be equally as important. 
Uh, no, we didn't get into it in the beginning of the show, but the Saints uh, had another interview prospect for offensive coordinator, former Eagles, uh, Brian Johnson, now in the mix for this team. I'd, what's that bring up the total right now? We had seven or eight now prospects. Oh, put me on the spot. Yeah, so they. I mean, I think it's seven or eight that are still available. Available, right. And then Zach Robinson, or no, I'm sorry. Uh, Shane, Shane Waldron, Waldron yeah. is going to be the offensive coordinator for the Bears. And Dan Pitcher Got is going elevated. to be elevated from quarterbacks coach to offensive coordinator with the Bengals with Brian Callahan being hired by the Titans. So that takes two names. The other one that's interesting is Zach Robinson, who it sounds like might end up being a package deal with Raheem Morris to the Falcons. Mm. So that would be another name off the list. But yeah, Ronald Curry, um, who, uh, Mike Mike Sullivan, and uh, Brian Johnson are the the newest names that we found out about most recently, and then you have a handful that they've already interviewed: Clint Kubiak, Brian Greasy, those guys. Yeah, I wonder if we're gonna. I'm sure find out some more names coming up for this team as we they get ready to head to the Senior Bowl. We kind of talked about it. You'd like to have the guy in place, but it's really not that necessary. No, I wouldn't be surprised if the Senior Bowl is where you really kind of finalize Lock some in, of this right? stuff because that's just a place where everyone gets together and there's a lot of conversations had in person. And so I wouldn't be surprised if that's where the rubber kind of meets the road a little bit. But I, I do think you need to ramp up the process over the next couple of weeks because right now, the big thing right now, you're now competing with NFC South teams who right. also need an offensive coordinator. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.